and welcome to Guaranteed Adventures, a special one-shot episode. Eighty years have passed since the events of Rattlestead. Talon's run has become a bustling metropolis known as Talon City. The city's more reputable neighborhoods are above ground, with the less reputable neighborhoods below the surface. Magic is very rare these days. Hardly anyone is ever born with abilities. Ancient magic scrolls can still be found, but are incredibly rare and expensive. Magic is just a thing of the past. You are private eyes, taking the cases the police won't or don't want to. Maybe you're in it for the money, or to help people, or for reasons entirely your own. You run a detective agency called Cypher Solutions. I'm your GM, Seth, and here with me are the members of Cypher Solutions. Going around, we've got... I'm Kyle. I play uh, Bamboo Bumbleschnout. B- wait, what? Bamboo Bumbleschnout? He is a bear folk. Okay, that makes sense. He is a panda. He is about six foot five, uh, three hundred fifty pounds. Uh, he wears a jacket with some metal like plate under, like, like it's like a. It kind of looks like he just took like one of those like lunch tray, like a huge lunch tray, and just put it on front of him, basically. Nice. <laughs> and uh, yeah, he has a baseball bat. Does he have like a holster for the baseball bat, or is it just like he's just holding it? He just he just carries it around. Carries it around. Nice. He has some other knickknacks that will come up later. I'm Nathan. And I'll be playing Rhett Klee, the Kung Fu investigator, who is a lizard folk, by the way. <laughs> He's dressed up in more of a martial arts gi that keeps him keeps him limber, keeps him able to focus, able to fight. But he's also not always the first one to rush into combat, though. In direct contrast to Rhett, <laughs> this is Tim, and I'm I'll be playing Sammy Castiglione. And uh, Sammy is a human who uh, loves his two six shooters that he's got on each hip and is very quick to take offense to things, even when it's not directed at him personally. So he's kind of a a shorter guy, uh, just over five feet, but uh, very well dressed. And he has a, like all great 1930s detectives, he has a fedora. Naturally. Yes. Seth could not be with us this evening as we record. So we've got three players here tonight, and we'll be using Savage Worlds for this one shot. And this is taking place, as I said, in the same world as Rattlestead in about the 1930s sort of era. So without further ado, come join our private investigators in Talon City. All right, so Cypher Solutions... Are you a very well-known detective agency, or are you kind of on the fringe? I feel like we're on the fringe, because I think it'd be hilarious if there was, like, a cipher detective agency that is, like, the more (laughs) well-known detective agency. My guy's not good at most things, so I don't think we'd be that well-known. At least I wouldn't be well-known. I think especially considering more of the our race choices, we're probably not the first go-to for people that's like, hmm, a bunch of odd jobs over there. Yeah, yeah we, humans are kind of weird. <laughs> I uh, agree with that. Humans are weird. <laughs> I feel like we get like the super weird like reject cases that nobody else wants. Sure, like the find my cat that. Where's my kitchen? <laughs> yeah. So as you sit in the office waiting for a case to walk in the door, what are the three of you doing? Sammy is uh, just has his uh, revolvers kind of out on the table and just kind of cleaning them. Uh, and probably, uh, yeah, just muttering to himself a little bit, like, gotta make sure these are all 
nice and tip-top and ready to go for any combat that we'll see, guys, right? Rhett's just, like, completely reclined, like, legs legs up, kind of on the side of, on the armrest in a chair, and just has a bouncy ball, just kind of bouncing on the floor of the wall, catching it. Nice. <laughs> just kind of keeps doing that. Bam, which is what Bamboo goes by. He goes by Bam. Uh, he is probably watching a little TV of baseball, just, like, watching a baseball game. Don't think TV is invented yet. It'd probably be, there'd be radio. Okay, but yeah. he's watching the radio then. <laughs> He's watching the radio very intensely. <laughs> so as you go about your typical daily fare, uh, the door opens and the, the the bell dangling from above the door frame chimes. And in walks a woman, legs for days, long hair cascading over her shoulders, bright red lipstick. And she immediately draws your attention as she comes in. And she says, well, this Cypher Solutions, the detective agency? Well, we ain't no poker bar, that's for sure. Yeah. what can we do for you dame well uh i she looks kind of uh unsure if she should actually come in and explain to you what's going on she seems a little hesitant uh sammy will uh kind of get up and he'll uh kind of move his chair i was like yeah have a seat you can tell us all about your problems uh well could you tell us after this ending uh McAllister's currently batting, and I want to watch it, That's or listen to it. Man, bam, how many times gotta tell you, you can't just watch the radio. Because all the lights are pretty. <laughs> yeah, you got a good point there. <laughs> well, may- maybe I should, maybe I should go ask somebody else. Oh, dang it, he just struck out, okay, I'm ready to listen. <laughs> no, we're the, trust us. we're the ones who can take care of you. You, you just let us know who you want us to track down, and we'll get them. Well, that's good to hear. Uh, and she and she comes in a little further and takes a seat. And she says, "Because my roommate didn't come home last night. It's very unlike her. I'm, 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 I'm getting a little worried. But the police aren't willing to take up the case quite yet. And police in this town are useless. Right. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah. She we she was supposed to be home last night." She went out with some friends after work, but never came home. And at this point in time, it's like evening. It's like the end of the day, like five o'clock. And uh, so this would have been quite, this would have been almost 24 hours ago. Gotcha. So she says, well, I'm just, I'm getting quite worried that I haven't been able to find her. Do you think you would be able to help me track her down? First off, miss, you came to the right place. Uh, Sorry, where are my manners? I didn't catch your name. Oh, of course. My name is Ruby Ramos. Ruby Ramos. Is that anything, like, is that name something that we would know as citizens of Town City? Nah, just a normal name. Okay. And sorry for my intrusion, but what's your roommate's name? Oh, of course, uh, if you'd want to know that. Uh, her name is Virginia Day. She goes by Ginny. Ginny Day. And oh, is... and she pulls out a picture. Oh. I thought this might be helpful. Uh, and it's of the two. it's of the two of them, so she's... An, uh, Ruby's in the picture, and Virginia is also there. She's like, she looks more like a sort of flapper girl, like blonde hair up in a bob cut, big grin on her face, um, fancy dress, sort of thing. Take the fam will take the photo and just look at it first, and it's just passed around to everybody. Yeah, Brett will take it. And, uh, like... Do you know who she went out with? Uh, I don't know. I was kind of tired after work yesterday. We both work f- for the same catering company. 
So I went home. She went out with some of the other servers. What's the catering company called? <laughs> it could be important. It's Blackfish Catering. And you would all recognize the name as just, it's a really classy catering place. They do all sorts of high-end events. Ah, oh, Blackfish, yeah. We, uh, we went to the Private Eyes thing that was catered by Blackfish, right? They yeah, had good Private chicken. Eyes. <laughs> uh, yeah. You know, I wasn't at that one, but I heard that there were some Private Eyes there that got thrown out for causing too much of a ruckus. Did you see what was going on with them? We uh, rather not discuss private eye business in front of a non-licensed carrying private eye investigator. Oh, you're licensed? We're licensed. God, of course we're licensed. When it's did on you the do door. that? Well, oh, I was wanted to surprise you guys with our one was year. Was it last in- Wednesday? <sighs> It That's was when last the game was on. That's it was last Wednesday, notice. yes. Okay, I, I went down and I actually did it. I actually got us licensed, okay? Man, good job. Yeah, we can practice private investigations legally. So, but that's not why you're here. You're here for us to find your roommate. Find her and find out what's going on. I, I don't know. This seems so unlike her. I'm worried. Man, well, did any of the other servers come to the work today? They did. And in fact, they said that um, she never made it to the bar that they were supposed to go to. What was the bar bar. called? (laughs) It was the Gilded Puppy, I think. Okay. Gilded Puppy. Okay. Are there any places around town where she likes to hang out and uh, just kind of let loose? Well, usually we just have friends over to the apartment. What part of town is your apartment in, miss? Upper West Side. West side. Ooh, that's a fancy part of the town there. Doing Blackfish can be a lot of work, but they pay pretty well. All right. How much? I'm looking <laughs> for a second job. Bam. No, we're we're committed. We're licensed now, right? So we got to commit to this private eye thing. <laughs> but we don't always get jobs, and I get bored if there's not a baseball game on. Well, okay. Next time we go driving, you can put the baseball game on. How about that? But there's not always a baseball game on. We'll record a baseball game that you won't listen to. We can record things. I'll memorize the baseball game, all the stats, the innings, and everything, and I'll just recite it the next time we go on a drive. But you didn't remember my birthday two weeks ago. (laughs) Man, it was a great time, too. (laughs) I am. I'm trying to work with you here, okay? So, um, uh... Oh, um... I, I'm so sorry, uh, Ruby. Yes. So where would you like to start? <laughs> I could take you back to the apartment. That you might be able to ask around some of the friend, some of her friends. I think maybe we start at... I think the apartment's good, because that's where she was last seen. Right, yeah. Oh, we can look for... Usually you start where they were last seen. Well, well... And then you retrace the steps. I thought you were the one who took the test to get us licensed. I did take the test. I had help. Okay, let's go to the apartment and we'll we'll retrace their last steps. Because usually that's what detectives do is go to the last place that they were seen. How about that, Ruby? Great well, idea, I, Bam. Great idea. I wish I would have thought of that. <laughs> <laughs> Can we go after this ending, though? <laughs> <laughs> Bam just turns back to the radio and starts staring at it again. <laughs> that sounds great. Bam, uh, you're our driver. After this ending, it's, <sighs> it's the ninth inning. 
I'm so sorry, Ruby. You've got to give him some patience. Well, I, I suppose the next, the next train on the river's monorail won't be here for a couple hours anyway. Oh, we in the private eye business have our own private car that we can take. Bam here is our is our driver, licensed and everything, licensed driver. That I'm one. very good. Well, uh, perhaps we should be on the way then. After this ending. Oh, <laughs> never mind. He just struck him out. Okay, let's go. Uh, Rhett, you have any other questions you want to ask her? Man, yeah, nothing comes to mind. Oh, okay, okay. We'll see when we get to the department. Yeah. We'll poke around. Yeah. We'll, we'll rummage up some clues for us. All right, so you guys all pile into the car. Yeah, Ruby okay. will ride with you if that's an option. Yeah. Oh, yeah. She can have the front. Yes, yes, she can absolutely have the front. Bam's, like, overly big for it, too, so his, like, paws, <laughs> hands kind of go over the steering wheel, kind of, and he kind of drives like Donkey Kong does in Mario Kart. <laughs> what kind of car is it? Is it, like, a real fancy Rolls, or is it, like, a real junky thing that barely runs? I feel like it's a... It's, like, in between. Yeah. It's not, like, super nice, but it's not junky, because Bam takes very good care of his cars. Definitely yeah. has some quirks, though, I feel like. Like, it's got... Yeah. Got to smack it just right. Yeah. And... Yeah. The radio only works, you know, if you're going over a certain it's mile It's only stuck hour. on the baseball station. <laughs> <laughs> At least that's what Bam says. <laughs> all right. So, yeah, you guys drive uh, all the way across town. It's a lot faster than taking the new Rivers monorail all the way across town to the Upper West Side. And you pull up to this apartment building. It, it It's like several buildings. Uh, they're only a few stories high each. And in the middle, there's a nice courtyard, pool, hangout area. It's a pretty nice place for... Single people to live, it looks like. I love pools. Man, uh, Ruby, you are not pulling our leg. This place is fantastic. Yeah, it's been pretty good living here up until my roommate disappeared. Uh, and actually, as she says that, uh, you hear a voice coming closer to you that says, Ruby, you're not going to believe what just happened. <laughs> uh, and as you turn to look, you all see, you all see Virginia Day. Running up the sidewalk towards her. I lean over to Rhett, since we're probably in the backseat together. It's like, you have that picture of the Ginny Day? Yeah, right here. Meh. God, kind of hold it up and, and looks. Is it, just look pretty similar? It is identical. identical. It is definitely the same person. Cousins. <laughs> <laughs> no, I don't Rhett. know if I trust her. I, I think they're, I think that's Ginny Day. Ah, it's Ginny Day. Uh, we There's found her. Only Ginny would know. We found Ginny. <laughs> no, we should ask her something only Ginny would know, just in case it's some kind of fake or something. She runs up, and Ruby looks both first shocked and then incredibly relieved, and runs over and gives Ginny a big hug. Okay, uh, never mind. And <laughs> Ginny is like, "Hey, hey, careful! You're gonna squish the flowers." And she, she takes a step back, and you can see that she's holding a bouquet of roses that appear to have been dipped in gold. That must have cost someone a pretty penny there. And uh, they, they, talk for, they talk quietly for a few minutes. Ginny's very excited. Ruby's, like, very nervous. Uh, until finally Ginny looks over and sees you and says, Oh, Ruby, who are your new friends? Hello, I'm Bam. I uh, like baseball. <laughs> that's, that's Bam. Man, I'm Rhett. That's Rhett. And uh, I'm Sammy Castiglione, and we're the Cypher Solutions. Ruby here was hiring us to find you. To find me? What, Ruby? I've only been gone for like an hour. 
Well, that would have been a pertinent piece of information to share. Uh, Ru- that's not what Ruby told us. She said you've been gone for like a day. Ruby looks completely bewildered, and she says, Ginny, uh, you didn't come home last night. You never made it to the restaurant. And Ginny's like, well, what do you mean last night? Yeah, I didn't make it to the restaurant to meet up with everybody after work because I got a fantastic opportunity on the way. Fantastic opportunity. What is this? If you don't mind my asking, Ginny, can I call you Ginny? Yeah, please. Everybody does. Okay, Ginny. Now, what is this fantastic opportunity that we have here? I'm going to be in the pictures. Pictures. The moving pictures. The movies. I'm going to be a star. The pictures. And Sammy gets this, like, very disgusted look on his face. I was walking down the street, and this real rich guy, real fancy suit, comes up to me. And he, and he tells me that I'm the most beautiful person he's ever seen. We talk for a few minutes, and uh, he thinks I'm hilarious. He loves the sound of my voice. He loves the way I look. <laughs> and he tells me right away, we got to get back to his office and sign a contract to get me in the moving pictures. What did this guy look like? Uh, he was, uh, I don't know, he was, uh, uh, about the same height as Sammy here. What you, Dark. What you, what you say about my height? Did he give you a name, or did you just follow a complete stranger back to the office? He gave me a name. It was, <laughs> <laughs> um, he gave me a name. Reginald St. Clair. <laughs> he gave me a name. It was Billy St. Clair. He's a movie star agent. Billy St. Clair, huh? Yeah. Okay. I guess we are about the same height. You have not heard of Billy St. Clair. <laughs> Anything yeah, distinguishable about just him? Like... Any, like, facial, like, things you'd notice right away? Oh, pretty nondescript. I don't know. Brown hair. Why are you asking me all these questions anyway? Oh, oh it's... Uh, I want to find him for this opportunity, too. I think I'd be really good in the movies. <laughs> Bam, no. You, <laughs> Maybe one about baseball. You're an investigator, not an actor. Man, but what if they make a movie Bam about just investigators? Like staring at uh, Sammy's just kind of just like, like think if he's like being serious or not. Just, like, <laughs> we we got to see this investigation thing through. <laughs> this was the pact that we all made together that you may or may not have been at because I might have done it by myself. But anyway, all our names are on our license. So. Sam's gonna just like pull <laughs> Sammy over and just kind of whisper to her. I know what I know. What I'm doing. I'm just trying to. She doesn't think that she needs an investigation right now. So we're just trying to figure out who this person is. So I'm not letting them know that we're investigating them, but we're investigating them. So I'm asking questions as if I wasn't investigating them, but we're actually oh, investigating the, them. The, I see. You're doing the roundabout investigations. Gotcha. Well, we got to come up with, like, a signal so I don't get confused about this. <laughs> wait, wait, Ginny, Ruby says, what, what day is it? And Ginny says, it's Thursday, and it is definitely Friday. I uh, reach into the car and pull out today's newspaper and say, Jenny, it is definitely Friday. How'd you get a copy of tomorrow's paper? Jenny... You've been gone for a whole day. This here is proof. You thinking it's Thursday and it's actually Friday? This is proof that something's up, especially with this 
Billy St. Montgomery Claire's eclair guy. She pulls out a, a pocket watch from her purse and looks at it. And she's like, no, I got the date right here. And her watch, like it's got one of the little scrolly things that says what day of the week it is. Mm-hmm. And it says Thursday. Yeah, but the game against the Desperados happened today. Uh, who? She just kind of holds the watch up. Does, is anybody looking at it particularly? Uh, I'll, 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 I'll look at it. Okay, yeah. make a notice roll if you're looking at it. Okay. okay. Talking about baseball. <laughs> so you get to roll your notice die and a wild die of a D6 and take whichever is better. They can explode. That's 11 for my notice roll? That was only a 6 for mine. Well, you both obviously notice. You see that it says Thursday. You also notice that it's about a half hour off. Mm, half hour. Uh, yeah, I look it's at, funny. Look at my poker watch says it's Friday. <laughs> I look at Rhett and say, a lot could happen in a half hour. Yeah, a lot could happen in a half hour. A lot could happen in less time, too. Yes. Good good point there, Bam. Uh, Virginia seems kind of oblivious to your conversation, so she picks up resuming telling her story to Ruby. Uh, and she's like, oh, Ruby, I didn't get to the best part. So we got in the office, and, uh, you know, he, he told me all the movies that we were going to be in, and I signed a contract. It was great. He had it all print, He had it all typed up, ready to go. I signed on the dotted line, and boom, he gives me these dozen gilded roses as a sign-on gift. It's amazing. Can I look to see if the roses are, like, faked? Sure. Or something like that? Um, notice? Would that? I just say common knowledge. Common knowledge? Okay. Uh, seven. They're definitely real. Okay. Ooh, wow. Um, I'll uh, go to Jenny's like, Jenny, um, where was his office at? Oh, it, was, uh, it wasn't too far. It wasn't too far from the Gilded Puppy. It was over by that, by that, it was over by that Grimsley Orthodontics. Grimsley Orthodontics. I know, I could show you the place. Grimsley. I mean, I got my teeth checked there all the time. I know the way. I had like three teeth pulled there. It was wonderful. You're supposed to get your teeth checked. <laughs> we'll take you after this investigation's over, Bam. Now. As long as the baseball game's not on. <laughs> now, Jenny. Um, did you guys celebrate with any kind of, like, celebratory drinks or have any kind of, like, food after the signing of the contracts? No. He was going to get something, but then the phone rang. Some Mr. Big on the other side. Uh, anyway, he gave me the roses and sent me on my way. Okay. Well, just, you know, we all just want to double-check, doing our due diligence as the Cypher Solutions. We're just going to go down to this guy's office, ask him a couple questions, see what pictures are going to be in so we can make sure that we go and see them. Right, Jenny? That sounds wonderful. Glad to meet some new fans. Uh, And Ruby kind of steps aside from her and comes over more, more privately to you all. And she's like, I have no idea what's going on here. Don't worry, Ruby. Don't we'll... worry, we don't either. That's why we're going to go investigate. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. Okay, well, look, I'm going to keep Ginny here at the apartment, and she takes out some paper and writes down a phone number and gives it to you. And she's like, if you need us or figure anything out, just give us a call. We'll be here. Perfect. Can I get an autograph before she gets big on the, <laughs> on the screens? I don't think she's going to be in the movies. That seems well, really shady I mean... to me. 
Just in case, though. You never know. We're going inside. Thank you for your help. You're welcome, Ruby. We'll take care of it from here. Did she even offer to pay us? Oh, um... Oh, well, I guess we'll, fi- we'll figure it out later. Like always. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so should we go down to the office next to the orthodontics place? Yeah, sounds like a good idea to me. Okay. I'll yes, I think it's time we go to the orthodontics. <laughs> he just starts winking very obviously to everyone. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, you're giving us that signal we were talking about. Did you like it? I did like okay, it. Okay, let's go it to the car. It was very clear. So the three of you pile into the car. And are you trying to get now? there? I, I know the ways. It's kind of so. rush hour traffic now. Are you trying to get there particularly quickly, or are you taking your time? I think we should kind of take our time a little bit, and then just like park outside and observe the, the building for a little bit and see what we... And well, see they what said we see. It's by the orthodontics? Like, yeah. Is it the same building? No, it's just next door. Okay. Yeah. Well, we could pop in and ask if they hear anything weird coming from that building. Oh, that's true. Yeah, we could go in there. Under the guise that we're getting our teeth checked. Under the guise that you're getting your teeth checked, Bam. What do you mean? I've been to the orthodontics. I better not have any cavities. So you uh, you leisurely make your way uh, over to to the part of town that she described, and sure enough, you see Grimsley Orthodontics there with a big old toothy mouth on the on the board out front, uh, and next to it is an office. It's a pretty nondescript office. It looks like maybe there was a sign up recently, but there is no sign up designating what it is, and the blinds are shut and the door is locked. Like it's it's all dark inside. Is what I'm saying. Well, well that's not get, looking very Time to get my teeth promising. checked. Yeah, let's go get your teeth checked, bam. Yeah. Uh, so let's we'll go into the orthodox place. Okay. And uh, is there like a receptionist? Or yeah, like... there, there's a goblin sitting behind uh, the front desk. <laughs> <laughs> he says, hello, welcome to, well, welcome to Grimsley Orthodontics. Hello, my name's Bamboo Bumbleschnout, and I've just became aware that I'm supposed to get my teeth checked. Oh, yeah. In general. <laughs> yeah, have you never done that before? I didn't know it was a thing. All right, well, have a seat. We'll get to you as soon as we can. Okay. I was curious. You know, we're we're with uh, Cypher Solutions, private investigative practice and we're looking for more office space and saw the one next door was uh pretty uh prime real estate there as uh as do you know if somebody's occupying that space now you know it was sitting vacant for a while i think somebody might have might have started leasing it a couple weeks ago but yeah it, yeah somebody's been over there somebody's like recently or yeah i think they were there earlier today Earlier today, did you see like a sign that was up or anything on your way into work or? Uh, maybe, maybe something about a talent agent. Talent agent, but not like a name. Maybe like um, Montgomery's Sinclair. No, it doesn't ring any bells. Okay, well, I think I've. Wrote the name down wrong in my little pad of paper here. Yeah, I think it's Billy Sinclair. Billy yeah. Sinclair. Who's Billy Sinclair? 
And we heard somewhere. Yeah. <laughs> so uh, you two need your teeth cleaned as well? Oh, no. I go to um, your other branch location in the west side of of uh, Talon City here. Man, you must have a bunch of clients. You don't remember me being here three weeks ago. Oh, he he, he kind of picks glasses up off the table and puts them on. <laughs> oh, right. I, I didn't see you there. Hey, yeah, that was uh, a good one. Oh, not too bad. How about you? That's all right. So the balls uh, are doing fine. When do I get my teeth checked? In a minute. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Okay, well, the dentist is ready to see you now. So you can head on back. But it hasn't been a minute. Well, he's ready to see you now. Oh, okay. I'll, I'll go back there. <laughs> <laughs> uh, it's a good thing you didn't come by last night, Rhett. We had to send all the we had to send everybody away. He wouldn't have been able to get his teeth clean here last night. That pander feller. Man, yeah, really? Yeah. What's up with that? Power went out. Power went out. Strange what? thing. Hmm. That's the first time it's happened in a while, quite right? Oh yeah, it's been solid as a rock. Did the like? Did we notice the power going out in wherever we were last night? No. Okay. So it was pretty potentially a localized thing. What? What time did the power go out? What was it? It was a little, it was around 5 or so. 5 p.m.? Yep. Power outage. You report to the, to the power people? Yeah, they said they didn't know anything about it. Nah. By the time they got out here to look at it, it was back on anyway. What time did it get back on? It was hours later. Man, those power people, they just... Take the time. Can't run your business without power. Can't. I think, uh, just random while you guys are having con- talking to this mm-hmm. goblin, you just hear it. Bam, just go, ah! and just go sprinting <laughs> out the door. <laughs> we gotta go. What What happened, Bam? Uh, I, I don't want to talk about it. <laughs> Man, they bring out the needles again. No. Can we go, please? <laughs> But you didn't even make it back to the dentist. <laughs> I'm gonna go. Bam just walked out. <laughs> All right. Well, I guess I guess we're heading out. Well, thank you so much for uh, for your help. Yeah, I'll be back by for my checkup in a in a couple of months. All right. See you soon. Never uh, see you again. Bam, are you okay? Uh, I don't know. What did he say about the building? Uh, well, he said that. Uh, some people might have started renting it recently, um, but they left last night. They said they had to sign up something about a talent agency, uh, but then it's obviously down now. And then the power went out last night. Yeah, it went out for a couple hours after five. Okay. I think we should do a little snooping around this office building here. Okay. But maybe we come back at night. So if oh, people- it's almost night. Yeah, it's it's evening time now. It's evening. We so. can go get, grab a bite, eat, bite to eat. I like that. Bam. There's a place right across the street. Okay, so you guys get go get a bite to eat and then come back after dark. Yeah, I want to yeah. make sure that I, at least I'm at a place where I can look at the building. Yeah. Uh, and like watch it while we're eating. Nobody comes in or out. Nobody comes in. There's or out. no apparent motion inside. Oh, uh, okay. Um. Well. I suppose it's about time we should make our way over there and see what we see. All right, so you guys make your way over to the building, 
and it's pretty small. There's a single door uh, that is locked. There's a single window that has the blinds pulled. And then up above, it looks like there was a sign hanging there, but it looks like it was hastily ripped down. Like some of the brackets are still up there. Uh, I'm going to go up and uh, try the door. It's locked. Is there a stairs leading up to the top? No. Of the building? There's no stairs. It's just a one-story building, though. Is there enough of a gap between the two buildings where I could do a little bit of parkour and to try to get up to, on top to check out the brackets? Sure. Cool. Do I make a roll for that? Yeah. Go ahead and Sweet. roll. I could use my free runner. Uh, <laughs> oh, you got free runner too? Yeah. <laughs> uh, what would that? Probably some sort of agility roll. Yeah, athletics, I think. Athletics, yep. Sounds good. Sammy, you can go too. I can watch the car. No, I think I'll just stay down it's here fine. with you. It's fine. I need to, you know, I need to do. I need to, to uh, you know. And he pulls out a c- cigar box. You know, <laughs> I need to. Ah, uh, you got to do your. I gotta do my thing. thing. Okay. All right. Well, I'll uh, follow. Um, <laughs> then as you're walking away, you see him open the cigar box and pull out a bamboo shoe and just start nibbling on it. <laughs> uh, I'll actually just go like around the back to see what's what's around the backside. I rolled a six to climb up the building. Okay. Yeah. Way. You you make it up to see the brackets. Um. And it. Yeah. They're like halfway busted brackets that appeared to have hold, held a sign that was rapidly ripped down. Sammy, you make your way around to the back of the building, uh, and you find it's the building is longer than you would have expected back. Okay. Um, and there is a back door, but no windows in the back. I want to try that back door. It is also locked. Can I uh, get out my pickpocket, or not pickpocket, my uh, lockpick set? Yeah. And try and uh, Jimmy rig that lock? You definitely can. Okay. Yeah. Go ahead and roll uh, for it. Maybe, uh, what, smarts or agility? Oh, lockpicking is a skill. So you can try it at D4 minus two. Okay. I'll try it. But actually, um, since you've got plenty of time, like, since you're not, like, in dire situation and uh, you've got the right tools, I'll give you plus two. Oh, So cancel that. So just straight D4. Straight D4. Here we go. Ooh, the four exploded. Uh, six. Uh, yeah. It takes a couple of tries, but you managed to jimmy the lock open on the back door. Nice. Uh, I'll kind of... Uh, maybe grab like a rock or something and uh, wedge it in the door so it doesn't like close back. Sure. Uh, and then I'll come around the front uh, and say, hey, uh, the back door happened to be unlocked. Wink, wink. Well, that's lucky. Isn't it? <laughs> Man. Let's uh, head on in there and take a look around, see what we can see. All right. So you make your way around to the back door and you head inside and find uh, in the, the back part of this building is what appears to be a workshop. And there's a couple workbenches, and there's a large open space in the middle where, like, the way that dust is around it, it looks like something big and heavy was sitting in the middle of the room that is no longer there. Uh, there's a random tools and stuff scattered around, but it looks like everything was kind of grabbed out of here quickly as well. And then there's a door that goes up to a front to the front part of the building. And somebody was in a real hurry to get out of here. Yeah, I don't want to stick around for too much longer. I wonder if there's mice. I'd like to go check the door to go up to the front area. Yeah, that's unlocked. All right. Uh, You walk in, and it's a small office area. There's basically just one desk and a couple of chairs sitting there. A trash can. There's a plant sitting on the desk. An empty vase. Sammy's going to take out one of his um, revolvers and just kind of, like, start shuffling. Is there, like, papers or anything that's around or just, like... 
not a lot of Go ahead, actually, if you want to look more specifically at stuff, yeah. go ahead and make a notice roll. Okay. And tell me what specifically you're either looking for or what area you're looking. Yeah, I'm looking um, looking specifically for any kind of, like, clues about who might have been there or stuff that they might have left behind um, that they didn't grab uh, or even just, like, I don't know, stuff. Sure. <laughs> A, the eight exploded uh, for a total of nine. Okay. You, you rifle around the desk. It looks like the desk drawers have been cleaned out, except for one drawer that they seem to have missed. And in that drawer, you see several photos from different times of Virginia Day. They are all clearly photos that were taken earlier than yesterday. Are they like creeper photos where it's like the... Foliage is like obscuring part of the picture. Yep. Mm. It looks like uh, Ginny Day here has a stalker. You also find it looks like in the trash, there's several things that you notice. There's somebody's leftover lunch, like a leftover to-go box with a napkin from Two Fingers, which you recognize as an underground restaurant. It's below the surface and it's a common hangout for lowlifes which you would know as private eyes. Uh, you also find in the trash, uh, it looks like the bag that the flowers came in, and there's a little card attached to it. What does the card say? <laughs> <laughs> the card says, the roses are the men I've prepared. And there's an address of a flower shop on it. The men I've prepared? Gentlemen, I think we might have ourselves a real flow, full-blown case here. We got stalkers, we got... Low lives. I'm feeling my peckish might uh, go for some dessert at the Two Fingers. Bam's not in the in the office area. He's been waiting in the workshop. No, he's in the walk-in. <laughs> Were you looking around in the workshop area at all? Yeah. Okay. Go ahead and make a notice roll. Or all right, what about you, Rhett? What are you doing while he's digging around in the desk? I was also just kind of looking around in the office. It's a six. Nice. You don't find any papers or anything back here. It looks like uh, those all got grabbed. But there's a number of tools that look like they're for they were used to take something apart and put something together. You also notice that an outlet on the wall is severely burned. Think I found the source of the power outage. Yeah? Outlet is severely burnt. <laughs> Bam will walk into the office now. Okay. And then like, kind of like scan the area. I think this Billy St. Clair guy is definitely uh, definitely up to some shady no good stuff. Yeah. Someone tells me, though, too, we got to keep uh, keep Jenny a little bit safe. She may be a bit more in danger than we thought. Maybe we should do our old standby of leaving an anonymous tip at the police department. Yeah, that could work. Okay, I don't let's go. I don't like being in here. Uh, I will um, kind of gather the stuff up and put it. Uh, I'll be in the car. And Bam's going <laughs> to just run out really quickly. Like the, the back door? No, he's going to burst the front door. <laughs> <laughs> oh, jeez. Out as fast as possible. <laughs> it just breaks. <laughs> the lock breaks. I, I turned turn to Rhett. He's like, well, we aren't very stealthy, are we? <laughs> For cipher solutions. Yeah, that, that's just one of us. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Uh, I'll put the stuff uh, in my uh, pockets and then, uh, yeah, just, I guess, walk out the front door. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> well, what do you think, guys? Should we go down to Two Fingers? Or should we, uh... I think we need to try and contact, uh, Ruby. 
and tell her to be careful because you said that the roses were the men that they've been preparing or whatever. Oh, the men. That's right. The men they prepared. So, so something could be up with those roses. Maybe they should throw the roses out. Oh. Oh, yeah. That might not be... I mean, have you ever tried to convince a lady to throw some roses out before their time? Especially gold-dipped roses? No. I, mean, I haven't either. I haven't talked so. to any lady since my wife left me. Maybe what we do is we just <laughs> take, like let them use our offices for the night. Like Let them stay there for the night. Keep them out but of their usual spot. across town for them. How are we going to convince them to go stay in a- Well, let's give them a call. We'll see if we can persuade them to at least maybe go to another friend's place, right? Without the roses. Without the roses. Leave the roses where they are and let them go someplace else. Maybe they could even, I don't know, stay at one of the restaurants. Uh, So we'll call, probably go back across the street to the diner that's there and uh, use the phone to call Ruby. Oh, excuse me. (laughs) Hello? Sammy's oh. <laughs> currently choking. He ate his food too fast. I think Red's trying to give him the Heimlich. Is everybody okay? <laughs> um, we is Ginny there? Yeah, she's here with me. Okay. Have the roses done anything strange? <laughs> I, I turned after Red's son giving me the Heimlich. Why did we have Bam do this? <laughs> I mean, you were kind of choking there, but... That would have been fine. <laughs> what do you mean, do anything strange? They're, they're roses. They've been sitting in a vase. So would you call them houseplant now? <laughs> well, they're a plant in the house, so I guess. Okay, I'm not coming over then anymore. <laughs> uh, so you wanted to call to see if the roses were houseplants? Apparently, we found a note at the place that Ginny was at. And she, there's a note that said that the roses were the men that they prepared. So we think it'd be good if you guys either got rid of the roses, which I understand would be very hard to convince Ginny to get rid of the roses, or you need to go to someone else's place away from the roses. Okay. Go ahead and roll a persuasion roll. (laughs) Joke's on you. I took persuasion. I thought you did. (laughs) To five. She hesitantly says, okay, I, th- I think I know somewhere we could go. Bam, you got to offer our offices. They can be at our offices. Sammy says you can go to our office. We have a lot of stuff there. We have a radio. <laughs> <laughs> it's stuck on the... It's stuck on the baseball channel, I think. Well, I suppose that might be a safer place if you think we're in danger. But oh. just, like, don't tell Jenny so she doesn't freak out or something. Okay. I'll Make it very convincing. <laughs> I'm sure I'll come up with something. Okay, we'll head over to your office. We'll meet you there. Give you a spare key. Wait, I'm not on the phone. Tell them we'll meet them there, and we'll give them a spare key. We'll meet you there, and we'll give you a, 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 a spare key. All right. We'll be there as soon as we can. Perfect. Maybe we should have picked them up. Should we just go pick them up? <laughs> you, she's already hung up the phone. <laughs> Bring her back. Dial her back. Here, quarters. <laughs> Try and call her back. Okay, uh, Ginny picks up the phone. Hello? Hi, <laughs> uh, Ginny. Is Ruby there? Uh, she just went to go get some stuff out of the bedroom. Could you get her real quick? She's a little busy right now. What do you need? Who is this? 
you don't remember me? Oh, you're the I'm, fuzzy fella. I'm the bear. Yeah. <laughs> the bear. <laughs> yeah. yeah. How you doing? Oh, you know, you know, just had some dinner. Just been walking around. So what can I do you for? I need to talk to Ruby. Uh, okay, I'll go get her. Uh, and a few moments later, Ruby comes back on the line. Yes? Oh, we're going to come pick you up. Oh, okay. I guess that makes sense. <laughs> okay. <laughs> <laughs> See you in a bit. Bye. She hangs up. Man, do we still have their address? <laughs> well, we... Uh, I remember. Yeah, okay. we got our driver here. Trust in- me, I remember this place like the back of my... What is this? <laughs> okay, so you guys uh, pick... You go <laughs> to their apartment, uh, and you take them over to your offices and get them set up there. Yeah. Show them how to bar the doors and make sure, you know, not to... Bring them out or anything, you know, just pull out the comfy cots. All right. Uh, it's now firmly the middle of the night. Perfect. It seems like the best time to go to Two Fingers. I think so. We can go down to Two Fingers. I've been craving some apple pie. They do have the good apple pies. Yeah. Mm, pie. They also have the good bamboo. <laughs> All right. Speaking of bamboo, and pulls out a cigar box and pulls out another bamboo shoe and just starts eating it. So you guys make your way down to Two Fingers, which involves driving through a series of tunnels underground uh, until you're in a large underground cavern. It, the air feels and smells different here. It's more earthy smelling. There's cool drafts that come up because it's such a large dugout area, but there's buildings and houses that stretch from the ground to the ceiling of the cave. There's uh, a couple spots where that are open that let in light uh, you, where you can see glimpses of the stars above. And you drive your way through the neighborhoods. Is the Undercity, like, as a whole, pretty shady, or is it... Yes. Okay. It is a lot more shady than the above ground. A lot of illegal activity goes on under the surface. Are there a lot of cars that are there? Yeah. Okay. They it's the, the middle of the night, like so there's not too many out and about right now. Yeah. But there's pretty, plenty pretty of parked on the streets. Are, are they, like, parked on the streets, like, yeah, on the sides? parked on the streets, yeah. I never liked this place. I always prefer Three Fingers. So, <laughs> Two Fingers actually used to be called Three Fingers, but they ran into some hard times and had to sell one of them off. <laughs> I, miss, I miss Three Fingers. So you make your way to Two Fingers. Uh, have you guys been? Has any? So you've been here before, Bam? Yeah. Has anyone else been here before? This would be like the Cashios. Of, <laughs> of, okay. Uh, no, I don't think Sammy's probably been there yet. Yeah, Rhett probably. He's heard of it, but not never been. Sure. All right, Bam, we're going to follow your lead on this one. Okay. Uh, yeah, you had a, the restaurant's still open, even though it's the middle of the night. Uh, there's just a few patrons inside, it looks like. Uh, and the hostess says, hello, welcome to, welcome to Two Fingers. Uh, how, many do you need, how many do you need a table for? Three, and we're not going to sell any off. <laughs> <laughs> she just sighs exasperatedly. Wish people would quit making that joke. It's not a joke. Sometimes people say that. Sometimes people say that. Right this way. And she takes you over to a booth. Uh, is there anyone in there that matches, uh, is matching the Billy St. Clair description that we got from uh, Ginny? No. In large part because you don't see any other humans in there. Oh. There what is in there? What is in there? The host appeared to be an elf. Okay. You see uh, you see a couple dwarves. 
Uh, a lot of dwarves live in the underground still. They like it down there. You see a table full of dwarves. I like dwarves. You see uh, there's probably a table of elves. And then there's a, there's a table with a few people. Uh, there's one that really stands out to you is a just big bear folk. He's like big black wearing a nice pinstripe suit. Uh, there's a couple goblins sitting at the table. There's uh, a big old tree folk at that table. They're Do making the I most noise. Know this bear folk? Would I recognize him at all? As another bear folk, I feel like they're pretty rare. Hmm. Go ahead and make a common knowledge roll. Anybody can see if you recognize any of these people. Can do. Four, five, eleven. <laughs> nice. All right. You are all familiar uh, from your private eye. You don't, Bam. You don't know him personally, but you are familiar, all of you, as private eyes. That there is a famous criminal duo that only goes by Mister Big and Mister Smalls. Uh, and they're said to be a bear folk and a goblin. And Rhett, you're, you have a pretty good feeling that that's who this is. Yeah, I think that's Mr. Big and Mr. Smalls over there. Actually, Rhett, you know more than the other two from some cases you've worked that Mr. Big is known as a dealer in uh, antiquities and artifacts. He usually doesn't get his hands dirty himself, but he kind of has a pulse on everything that moves in the city. Anything about Mr. Smalls? No. Killing me, Smalls. Mr. Smalls is the muscle. (laughs) (laughs) I guess that's the Mr. Biggs on the phone that Ginny mentioned. Yeah, Ginny got a call from him, didn't he? Didn't she? No, the person Jim was talking to got a call from Mr. Biggs. No, the person St. Clair got the call from Mr. Big. Got a call from Mr. Big. And if Mr. Big deals in antiquities and of the magical sort... Maybe he might know what this Billy St. Clair and whoever else was working on in the in the warehouse area that caused the power outage. But do we wanna do we wanna ask him if we know he got he called Mr. Big or Mr. Big called our suspect of suspect I mean, activity? Usually with these kinds of people you have to offer something of equal value to get information. And I'm not giving up my baseball bat. It was signed by Ryland Wellwood McAllister. How much do you think your car's worth? I'd rather give him my baseball bat. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so the car's off the table. Yeah, yeah we need that to get around. Like, how, are we, how are we supposed to get back in a quick manner? We probably need to give him information. Oh. Information for information. Well, maybe he... Maybe he needs a job he needs done discreetly. Maybe. Offer our services. Or he needs to know something about how to do one of his jobs better. Ah, Do a little consulting gig. I think we could offer something like that. We need to buy him probably drinks first for everyone at his table, though, before we go barging ourselves over there. That's smart. It's common courtesy. Ah, see, that's why we're following your lead here. I would have just walked up to him and probably got my face shot off. That probably wouldn't be good. <laughs> yeah, I probably would have walked up. I and saw that happen here one time. <laughs> if someone just walked up and just started talking to Mr. Big. Without of, buying him a drink first? Yeah, one of his bodyguards kind of made a mess of the guy. Well, let's uh, buy him some drinks then. So I'll wave the uh, waitress over. 
and uh, we'll purchase a round of drinks for uh, the whole table. What's okay. Sunday? <laughs> <laughs> the waitress to... delivers the drink. <laughs> I like to know everyone's names. Could be important. The waitress delivers the drinks to the table, uh, and you can see that they're asking who they're from, and so she points right over to you. Give, give kind of like a little... Hip your fedora. Oh, that's the whole reason I wear a fedora. And I, like, tip it a little bit, <laughs> like, as a acknowledgement to their... They kind of raise their, their glasses in appreciation and get back to what they were doing. <laughs> so, bam, what do we do next? <laughs> yeah, we just, like, walk up over there. <laughs> I think now we can approach. Okay. Um, Make sure you bring your drink so we, we don't look intimidating. <laughs> Bring bring a wait, bring another round of drinks? Yeah. <laughs> wait. Okay. But well, drinks for us as well, as if we're saying, Hey, can we join you? Oh, okay. So like a a little okay, I gotcha. Wave the waitress back over. <laughs> <laughs> uh and uh hey, say, what's your name? <laughs> <sighs> We don't give out our names here. <laughs> so we need secret names. <laughs> oh, secret names. Um, well, let's... Uh... Okay, you're Alvin. <laughs> <laughs> I'm Pete. Pete. <laughs> and you're Truman. <laughs> the, the, wait, the waitress turns and says, You can use your names. We just The staff doesn't give out our names. We work, There's a lot, of, a lot of people come through here. Oh, could we get some more drinks for that table as well for ourselves so we can go and fraternize? Sure. And she goes and gets some and brings them back to you. Thank you. I'll take the tray and uh, we'll start walking uh, over towards Mr. Biggs. (laughs) It's probably the stupidest idea ever. (laughs) But we'll do it because... What I heard. All right. Yeah. So you walk over to the table and every head turns to look at you. And you sense more than see uh, that there are probably a dozen handguns pointed at you from under the table. (laughs) I will uh, slowly, like, just hand the tray to (laughs) Bam. (laughs) And uh, we uh, was wondering if if, uh, you, Mr. Biggs, uh, could have uh, exchange exchange of services and uh, information. Potentially. There's dead silence. And then the large bear, the large bear folk slowly stands up. And you can see he's probably close to seven feet tall. (laughs) And you can definitely see that he's got his hand on something underneath the table. But make a persuasion rule. Goodness gracious. (laughs) We brought drinks. With, yeah, with plus two. Yeah. Persuasion with plus two. Sweet. You're right. You did. You, You buttered him up a little bit. And we bought them drinks previously. Ooh, thank you for the plus two. Uh, it's a six. Don't forget we have Benny's too. Oh, that's right. I oh, forgot about yeah. Benny's. How many, yeah. I'm going you have three. Three? Okay. I'm definitely going to re-roll that one then. I think I can get better. I mean, the standard target number is four. Okay. Six was better. Uh, yeah. The bear folk slowly stands up, and you can see he's got his hand on something. And then uh, the voice of the goblin sitting next to him says, It's all right, Smalls. Let him approach. They bought us drinks. Uh, And the bear sits back down. (laughs) And uh, the goblin, whose head barely reaches above the table, uh, but you can see now that you're closer that he's got a very nice striped suit and a similar fedora. uh, And he says, so, what can I do you uh, 
above grounders for? We was uh, wondering if you had some information for exchange. Um, we uh, looking looking into a power outage that happened uh, in the whatever the district the, the orthodontics near the orthodontics power outage. Yeah, the orthodontics place hired us because the power companies are giving them the runaround, and they just lost the whole evening of business. So they want to know if anything's happening, and so heard that uh, this is the place to come to get information. Make a deception roll. Oh, gosh. Deception is not good. I'm going to use another Benny uh, on that. They can also save your life. (laughs) Yes, please. When you take wounds. Nope. I I rolled two ones that time, and a one and a two the time before. So you uh, rolled two ones. I rolled two ones. So that's actually yeah, that's a critical failure, yeah. and you cannot use Benny's to re-roll them. Okay, you are stuck with the double ones. I rolled double ones, guys. <laughs> so here we go. Uh, <laughs> Mr. Big the Goblin kind of squints at you, and uh, he says, "You're lying." Uh, and yeah. Mr. Small stands up again, and uh, the goblins all perch up, and you feel the guns train back on you. Uh, just slowly, We're like. Just- Looking into a disappearance that happened. A, a disappearance? Some guy offering some this girl to get into some movies. Took her someplace, and she thinks it's yesterday, but it's actually today. Wait, so who's missing? She's not missing anymore. Then what's the problem? We're trying to figure out what happened. Because... She thinks it's yesterday, and her her pocket watch says it was yesterday, We, but it's not yesterday, because the game happened today, and I listened to it. And we found some pretty... McAllister uh, got a home run. <laughs> we also found some pretty, uh, pretty stalker-like photos that were taken of this same gal, and uh, I'll, like, pull out the, pull out the pictures, and, like, show them, it's like... We just want to make sure that our city is being, you know, it's a safe place for people to come. And, you know, people chasing after other people and abducting people is not, uh, well, I don't think that's good for anyone's business. We have no problem with people dealing with magical antiquities, but stalking and kidnapping is kind of, kind of a gray area. It's kind of like on the fence. So what do you think I know about it? Well, the girl mentioned that you called, or someone named Mr. Biggs called this person. So either someone is also impersonating you, and I feel like you would want to know that too, sir. Or um, you might know about what was going on there. He sits back in his chair, and you feel everybody else at the table kind of relax as well. You feel the guns, you again, sense more than see. Yeah. The guns are, you know, put away for now. I'll just start handing out drinks. And uh, (laughs) (laughs) Definitely hand out the drinks. They start taking them, and Mr. Big pulls out a deck of cards. And he says, so, you you much for gambling, folks? I dabble a little bit. Rhett's, Rhett's kind of our lucky charm here. Yeah. Here's the deal. Don't gamble since my wife left me. <laughs> I think I know who you're talking about. Yeah, Billy St. Clair. 
Mm-hmm. <laughs> Billy St. Clair. I do, I believe that there are three things that I might be able to tell you. But, on the other hand, I think there might come a time where uh, I need you to do something for me. I can tell you about the baseball game. As much as I enjoy a good game, I had something a little more supportive of my line of work in mind. I'm good at driving. So I'll tell you what. I'll make you a deal. We'll play us a little bit of blackjack. Anyone that beats me in a hand, I'll tell them one piece of information. Anybody that busts owes me a favor. We kind of look at each other. I think that sounds mighty fair. Oh, yeah. Well, I'm okay the with that. All right. He starts shuffling the cards. Does anybody have the gambling skill? Go ahead and make a, make a gambling roll. Because if you succeed, for every success or raise you get, I'll let you have an extra card and you can pick what to use. Okay. <laughs> I was also looking up because I remember there's a thing of cheating in there in the rules, too, that mm. you do. And I was like, <laughs> uh, that's true. Like, hmm. <laughs> uh, but yeah, gambling roll. Let me just roll that really quick here. As the game is going on, I want to kind of make sure, just kind of keep an eye out, make sure nobody's cheating. Uh, it's just the three of you and Mr. Big. Oh, okay. That's 11. Okay. On my gambling roll. So I'm going to give you a couple extra cards that you can keep secret. Okay. And you can use them or ignore them as you choose. Only the bonus cards you can choose to ignore if you want. Okay. Okay. So here we go. So what's going to happen is uh, you're going to get a card face down and a card face up. And I will do the same. We want to try to be, your goal is to be as close to 21 as possible. Specifically, you want to be closer than Mr. Big. Yeah. But you total them up. Face cards are 10. Aces can be either 1 or 11. Are we playing as if he's the dealer? Sure. Because the dealer, technically, one of his cards is face down, one of his is face up, and ours are all Yours face are all down. face down. Okay. Cards are coming out. And we don't look at ours, right? No, you're going to look at yours. All right. So Mr. Big, as the dealer, of his two cards... He is showing a king. He's got 10 on the table. So first uh, is Bam. I'm staying. Okay. Uh, Rhett, do you want to stay or do you want another card? I'm going to stay. I'm also going to stay. All right. Mr. Big is going to take another. We've all stayed. All right. Yep. Let's see what you got. Ooh. Got 21 Ace of spades and queen of spades. Nice. Oh, my word. 21 ace and queen for Bam. Man, I've also got 21. Queen of diamonds and ace of clubs. I got uh, 20. I got a nine of hearts and an ace of hearts. Well, looks like you boys had a lot better luck than I did. I busted King Jack four. Ah. All right. Looks like I owe you some information. Thank you hey, for the we game. should, uh, we should maybe play, play some blackjack more often. We're a lucky, lucky little group of guys. All right. First piece of information you're going to want to know. His name's not Billy St. Clair. I knew it. Is it Montgomery Clair? No. Is it Reginald I don't know Saint what Claire? his real name is. <laughs> it's not Billy St. Clair. That was just a front for his modeling agency thing, whatever he was doing there. Uh, he went by the mechanic down here. That's what the they mechanic. called it. Well, does that ring any bells for our private? No. No? You would not have heard of the mechanic before. Okay. 
Second piece of information, since you got you earned three, <laughs> I sold the mechanic a few scrolls. A couple months ago, we did some business, some minor scrolls, nothing big, nothing, nothing, too, nothing too expensive. More recently, he bought two big-ticket items from me. He bought a scroll of Impersonate, which lets you take on the appearance of somebody else. And he bought a scroll of Time Slow. Oh, no. Number three. He was putting together a crew for some sort of heist job. Matter of fact, Mr. Smalls over here is thinking about getting in on the action and make a quick buck. This, uh... This crew, you wouldn't happen to know any more information about them, would you? I might. And he shot, he's uh, is just cutting the cards in his hand. Are there any scrolls that could turn people into, I don't know, maybe flowers? That's absurd. No, I've never seen anything like that. <laughs> That's okay, Bam. We'll figure out the flowers. I don't like flowers. So, ooh, actually... Maybe, maybe we, uh, he's got a scroll of impersonate, guys. Hear me out. We should maybe get back. Because our charges may not be all they claim to be. If you follow my drift here. But it'd sure be helpful if you understood how a scroll of impersonate worked, wouldn't it? (laughs) Well, that would be mighty helpful. Um... I assume another game of blackjack? You assume rightly. I might know some more about how the scrolls work. I might know some more about that crew he's putting together. Huh. Uh, and he starts shuffling the cards. One more. Oh. I'm up for another round. Never hurt. One more. Rat, go All ahead and right. roll gambling again. All right. One more. Uh, I'm going to spend a Benny on that. <laughs> <laughs> nice. That's a seven. <laughs> All right. So cards are dealt. Mr. Big is showing a six. First two, bam. I'll stay. Rhett? Never mind. With a bonus card, would that be if I could add it slash swap out? Or is yes. it... Basically, you can add it or swap it out. Add it or swap. Okay. I'm going to stay. Yeah. I think I'll stay as well. Hey. Mr. Big is going to take another one. What are you thinking, Mr. Big? He uh, he goes back and forth. Um, and actually, I- you know what? I'm going to have him make a gambling roll, too. Can I, can I make a notice roll to see if... Uh... He's doing anything, uh, like, taking cards out or, like, doing anything Yeah, go ahead and roll notice. That's just a four. He takes a fourth card. Ooh. And he says, all right, everybody satisfied? Let's show him. Mr. Bear? Got 18. Yeah, I got 19. Uh, Sammy's got 18 as well. Uh, That's a shame, because I got myself 20. Oh, and he reveals a six, two, seven, and five. Does that add up to twenty? Yep, that adds up to twenty. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Maths. All right. So, uh, by guess... our figuring, you now have three favors from the Cipher Solutions. Excellent. Well, if we're agreed there, then I might be able to wish. Uh, I'd be. I'd be willing to share some more information with somebody who owes me favor. So, uh, the scroll of impersonate. It's a tricky scroll. You got to get the person you want to impersonate to sign it. Then you can transform into them at will. Now, of course, the scroll burns up as soon as you use it. So you turn into them once. Uh, um, it wears off eventually, I imagine. Depends on the amount of power in the scroll. A lot of variables there, but could last for quite a while once it's on. 
The scroll of time slow, though, that's the more dangerous one, can stop anything in its tracks. But the person casting it can choose who doesn't get caught in it. Hmm. A lot can happen in a half hour. A lot can happen in a half hour. Yeah. Well, Mr. Biggs, you've been so very helpful for us. You know, I might be able to be of a little more help for you. <laughs> if. We don't have to play no cards here, but you already owe me a favor. Next time you see me or Mr. Smalls, I'd like you to just look the other way. And I will share with you another piece of information and a gift. A show of goodwill. The other way, well. That I think will be immensely helpful to you. Of course, you're not asking us to uh, do anything illegal, right? Oh, I would never. As it's just all above board. We just... Just need you to look the other way. Acquaintances. You know, there could be a pretty bear over there that we need to look at. Exactly. Or maybe Rylan McAllister. <laughs> you are obsessed with that man. Uh, Mr. Smalls, why don't you go get the box? And Mr. Smalls nods and goes back to a back room. And Mr. Big says, one last piece of information you asked for. Uh, if we're agreed here, are we agreed? Uh, look at the other guys. Yeah, I think we can... Right, gives a subtle nod, like... Yeah, we're agreed, Mr. Big. The men he's putting together, they always meet. They all meet at the flower shop, where they make those gilded flowers. They gather up there. It's a whole front. They put people together for jobs. You know, I think of making some connections here. So, full transparency, there is a note with the flowers that uh, they gave to Ginny said, these are the men we've prepared. Mm -hmm. The note was in the trash. Okay. Now, if our Mr. Mechanic is impersonating Ginny, has the flowers, somehow summon the men, maybe with the flowers? Turning people into flowers, ridiculous, right? Yeah. It... it there's no magic with the flowers. It's just a re- it's just a flower shop. They dip them in gold. They give them. They're they're crazy expensive. They make a ton of money on these gilded flowers. Well, I went to this one show, like a live show, and this guy summoned a rhino. I think I have seen advertisements for that one. He was a goblin, right? Just summoned him out Wait, of thin air. What did the card say? The card said, "The flowers are the men we've prepared." How many flowers were there? I think it was a dozen. A dozen roses. And they probably got a dozen men. Would you like to join our private investigation <laughs> firm? Become the fourth member of the Cypher Solutions. Uh, about that time, Mr. Smalls walks back in, carrying what appears to be a cigar box. Uh, <gasps> I know what this is. <laughs> Pam's eyes just light up. And he opens it up. And inside are three amulets. Not what I thought it was. <laughs> uh, and uh, Mr. Big says, Now, since you'll be doing us a favor... I think it's only fair that I let you borrow these and make use of them. You wear these, and you'll be immune to the effects of magic scrolls. But do you want them back? Yes. And if you do not return them, don't worry. My men will be more than capable of getting them back. No, you can have them back. (laughs) Yeah, we'll make sure to return them in pristine condition. Excellent. Um, We'll definitely look the other way next time we see you. Glad to hear it. Good distractions. Pleasure doing business with you. Thank you, Mr. Big. And uh, I think we'll all take an amulet and then uh, leave a uh, tip for the waitress and head out. 
All right. That's where we're going to end this episode. It's getting late here, so this one-parter has become a two-parter. Tune in next week to hear the thrilling conclusion. Will Cypher Solutions catch the bad guys and unravel the mysteries? Only one way to find out. Mm-hmm.